The Lord. This is Brother Julius Adiwomi. I'm on the, under the sun right now, but I believe I will be able to do this recording. Today, I just pray that the Lord is going to give us a good exhortation. There is something that I was meditating upon just recently that the Lord wanted me to share again about this. Science looks for it, part two. This topic is good because science looks for it, part two. And you see it in my book that is uh, that is called Rapturing Faith. Rapturing Faith. And I talk a little bit on science, look for it. But I want to go a little bit further when it comes to what science is looking for. In the other in the in the last uh, recording, I talk about the fact that our body is particle and it will and when it, if it can turn to waves, electromagnetic waves, we'll be able to travel at the speed of light. But that is if you can go back and forth into particular back electromagnetic waves. But that is what the Lord Jesus Christ already has right now. Remember, in the after the Lord Jesus Christ resurrected, and the reason why I'm bringing this one out, people say, what do I need to learn this for? That is the state, the spiritual state of what the Lord Jesus Christ is bringing us to. There's a song that says, that's in Yoruba. Thank, thank you, Lord, from where, from where you brought us. Thank you for how far you brought us. We thank you, Lord Jesus, where you are taking us to. Where he's taking us to is into that immortality, into that light. And that is what the logic is already using. Remember when he after he resurrected, the Bible said the doves were closed. The doors of the apostles, they were afraid, they were they shut the doors around themselves, they were in the room, and Jesus Christ just appeared in their midst. Let's look at that in the book of Luke. The Lord Jesus Christ just appeared in their midst. And their first terrified say, Why are you afraid? Why does thoughts rise up in your heart? Say, Touch me and see that the spirit has not flesh. And born as you see me have. And uh, that's very important for us to look. Let, let's look at it in the book of. Uh, Luke, let's look at the resurrection story in Luke chapter 24. This is after Jesus Christ resurrected. In verse 30, you talk of, you see the story of the. Two disciples that were going from Jerusalem to Emmaus, Emmaus, and the Lord Jesus Christ appeared in their midst. They couldn't recognize him until he opened their eyes. They saw him he vanish from death, vanishing from the presence. And they, this is physical. This is a physical being, a physical man being. And you say, "What the touch?" Or you see a ghost? No, it's not a ghost. That's what I'm trying to say. If we can change from particle, our body is particle, to wave, right? magnetic wave. Any frequency we want, we can just disappear. If I change from this physical particle and I change to X ray, 
all my body, all my flesh just change to X-ray. You just don't see me anymore. If I change to red light, you just see a red light figure tracing the human body. If you change to any visible frequency, you disappear. That is what the Lord started using. And I'm saying that is the power of the Holy Ghost that is built up in us. He said the saints are go out of this planet to go and meet him in the sky. And gravity is not going to put them down because he is working this work in us already. For these for believers that are already born again, filled with the Holy Ghost, he's already working this work in us to, pre, to bring us to that fullness of the stature of Christ, to bring us to this immortality and to that glory that Adam does. That was what we were talking about in the last time. Now, let's look at it here in the book of Luke, chapter 24. In verse 36, that was after the people in the emails, they went to emails, they saw the Lord Jesus Christ and then he disappeared from their midst. And they ran back to Jesus to go, come and tell them that we have seen the Lord. He has resurrected indeed. So why do you know he was resurrected? He was talking to them for minutes or hours while they were walking. They know it was a human being talking to them. He just didn't look at his face real closely. And they said, well, come and stay with us. It's getting late in the evening. So he started to stay with them. And then they prepare food. When they're about to say, bring bread. They brought bread. And he broke the bread before their eyes. Opened their eyes when they broke the bread. They remember the breaking of bread on the at the at the last supper. They look at him and say, Master, he just vanished from their eyes. That was what he started using. He started using that supernatural power of translation. You call it translation when you change from particle to wave. That's translation. They can change back to particle as he wills, as the spirit wills. And I'm saying that is the final state of we redeemed. If you are not redeemed, you are not a believer, you better come and be one of us and come and accept Jesus as your Lord and Savior. Here is the story I'm talking to in verse 36 of Luke chapter 24. And these people, the two brethren that were, that were in Emmaus, they ran back to Jerusalem to come and tell the apostles that we have seen the Lord. And this is what happened. And as they start speak, verse 36, Luke chapter 24, verse 36, Jesus himself stood in the midst of them and said unto them, Peace be unto you. He just appeared in their midst, in the center of the, he said, in the midst. And said, peace be unto you. But they were terrified and affrighted. And suppose that they had seen a spirit. And he said unto them, why are you troubled? Why do thoughts arise in your hearts? Behold my hands and my feet. That it is I myself. That is, they saw that the nail, the nail print was still in his hand and in his feet. That's what he meant. Behold my hand and my feet. That the spirit has he said, and see, for a spirit has not flesh and bones as ye see me have. And when he has not spoken, he showed them his hands and his feet. And while they yet believed not for joy, and wondered, he said unto them, Have ye here any meat to make them know that he can eat? Because if it's a spirit, and they are just a spirit, you can't touch them. They just, uh, they're just like an imagination of your mind. But it's a spirit. He said, the spirit has no flesh and bone. To show that he is a physical person, he asked for something to eat. And they gave him he said, a broiled meat. And they gave him a piece of a broiled fish and of an honeycomb. And he took it and did it before them. And he said unto them, These are the words which I spake unto you while I was yet with you. That all things must be fulfilled, which were written in the law of Moses and in the prophets and in the Psalms concerning me. So why did I bring this topic to make you to see that the Lord started using that supernatural power of translation, translating from particle, which is his body and bone, to waves, 
where you can say he didn't say flesh and blood because blood has, was drained out of his body when he was crucified. Flesh and bone. See? And that is what, <clears throat> what he is making me to point out A when it comes to our body that is particular. And then let me go further because it's giving me some more insight that we didn't record in the other one. I take I talk our translation. This is this translation that is going to make us appear and disappear that the Lord is preparing we saints for. Now, what is particle from, from physics or from chemistry, if you are educated, you will notice that the, we talk about atom. Atom is the smallest particle. That's what we learn in, in school, in high school. In high school, we start learning in high school in those days. Maybe they are even learning it from grade school right now. Is the smallest particle that is indivisible. That's what you call Okay, they say if you cut, if you start from a little piece like this and you start cutting it to pieces, cutting to two, cutting to two, until you get to the smallest you cannot cut of a particle. That's called an atom. Okay, well, then you go further into what is inside this atom. In chemistry, they say it is containing a nucleus and then electrons surrounding it so you are talking of protons and neutrons and electrons now they went further and said what are these electrons what are these electrons so what are the electrons when you now have to come into what you call quantum physics quantum electron they now describe these electrons that is electrons that are going in, in wires when you connect a wire from battery to something those electrons begin to move and, uh, and make the wire to, to uh, electric bulb to glow because electrons are running from positive to negative and back and so on. That is what electrons are. And that is what physics has taught us in, in schools. Okay, so electrons are everything has electrons inside them. And when you connect electricity to one end of it, the electrons run one direction. They run in one direction. All the negative, the electrons are negative, they run in one direction. And the positive and so on, the positive and negative are traveling around that. So something like that is what they are talking about. Now, what are these electrons? Now, when you come to quantum physics, quantum electronics, quantum physics, you begin to see that the description we give to electrons are what? So they are packet of waves. Packet of waves. This electron that is moving, that is connected, that is passing through your electric bulb, that is making the electric bulb to glow, those electrons are packet of waves. What is waves? electromagnetic wave so you have now come from particle this is the atom that you cut into pieces and they become the smallest you cannot cut and you say what well, is that small cause that small thing that you cannot cut say it contains a, a nucleus protons neutrons and then electrons surrounding that proton okay and what are these electrons and say so, well the electrons are actually packets of waves now we have come from particle to electromagnetic wave. you see what i'm saying but if you might be, and the physicists are trying to do, we can do a, trying to break into nucleus and see what energy is going to be. That's what they are doing, all this thing you read in the news. And they say they are making a long, a long, whiny thing where they can make this thing to, to run around and, start and smash at one another and see what waves are going to be produced. When you're smashing one to the other of atoms, smashing atoms, that's where they come to, to the atomic bomb. If you can break this, you can all of those things that are, but they are going in the wrong direction. That's what I'm trying to point out. The, the direct, right direction is that what are these electrons? If they are waves, packets of waves, then we are getting close, no sir. Because we actually want to go from particle 
to waves. We have to come back to particle, but it's not going to be in the test tube. So you can see where it is called the originality of all beings. The originality of all beings. And that is what the Lord is pointing out in you. And that's been a prophecy that we will know the originality of all beings in the same time. And that is what God. You see, when I was in college and I became born again, all of these things they are pumping my brain, atoms, electrons, and so I I started reading the scripture. I was I told the Lord, I said, I'm going to have to drop all of these things, worldly knowledge. The Lord said, No, don't drop this one. Ah, okay. That was the Lord told me in the vision, don't drop this one. Why? Because it is the revelation that is going to kick in. And that's why when I begin to know more about what the Lord is telling us in the scripture, I could relate them. More or less relating it to make it to understand it more and say, yes, Lord, what do we need to do? We have to do this, just yield to the Holy Ghost. What do we need to do then? Just yield more to the Holy Ghost. It's the Holy Ghost that is working this work in us, building us up. He said, it is God that worketh in you, both to will and to do of his good pleasure. So we, of course, have to will it. But he's actually putting it in us to will it. That's why he's putting it in me. That no, don't throw away this knowledge that I thought I learned this one place. It looked like a weird knowledge of atoms and electrons and uh, electronics. And so I said, no, don't throw that one away. <laughs> it's, uh, it's, it's part of what is going to reveal more to us upon that. So that's why I stay with it. So you see, when I'm now trying to describe, because you are describing science, I'm trying to bring where science and the spiritual things come into, into play. That's why the so-called scientists, that try to say there is no God, I just laugh at them because they are the fools. The Bible said the fool has said in his heart there is no God. Because they couldn't see what we engineers are seeing. They couldn't see that there is a design here. There is a design. When you see the, even the palms, the, the fingerprints show that there is a design. Why yours is different from mine? There is a design. Why you can see, we say, why is this line A? Why is this line A? Some, some will call it, come, even say there is a meaning to all those lines. Is it? Somebody told me, somebody met me one day, I don't know, maybe I shouldn't throw that one in, and say, look at it, you want to read my palm. I say, oh, what do you mean by reading my palm? And they say, that they, those are all the things they learn from some occultism. But I'm trying to say, all of these prints that is distinguishing us, it's a design, that's what I can say. Intelligent design, intelligent design that makes us know that I don't think we come through a big bang in the sky. A big bang will be something that is what... <coughs> Chaotic. How can chaos suddenly become non-chaotic? So the big bang cannot create all these things. The big bang cannot create all this. There's, if there's, if God uses big bang, it's an intelligence that make it to explode and then control it for what you want to do. If that is simply the big bang, the Bible says God created man in so many. And the Bible gave us that he actually went and abolished what King David has said. That would be, when you make me in the lowest part of the air, look at that, let's look at that before I go further in this story. So that you can say it's not a big bank anywhere. One, Psalm 139, where King David was talking. O oh Lord, thou hast searched me and know me. Thou knowest my downsitting and my uprising. Thou understandest my thoughts are far off. Thou compassest my path and my lying down. And are acquainted with all my ways, for there is not a word in my tongue, but lo, O Lord, thou knowest it all together. Thou hast beset me behind and before, and laid thy hand upon me. Such knowledge is too wonderful for me, it is high, I cannot attain unto it. Whither shall I go from thy spirit, or whither shall I flee from thy presence? If I ascend up into heaven, thou art there. If I make my bed in hell, behold, thou art there. If 
For I take the wings of the morning and dwell in the uttermost parts of the sea, even there shall thy hand lead me, and thy right hand shall hold me. If I say, Surely the darkness shall cover me, even the night shall be light about me. Yea, the darkness hideth not from thee, but the night shineth as the day. The darkness and the light are both alike to thee. For thou hast possessed my reins, thou hast covered me in my mother's womb. Now, this is where he's beginning to tell us some, some, some revelation here in verse 13. So thou hast possessed my reins, thou hast covered me in my mother's womb. I will praise thee for I, I am fearfully and wonderfully made. Marvelous are thy works, and that my soul knew it right away. My substance was not hid from thee when I was made in secret. Is that David only was made in secret? Human beings. Human beings. Said, when I was made in secret and curiously wrought in the lowest parts of the earth, lowest part of the earth that was a mystery here you think it was in your mother's home that she was doing that no you say when he was making the first man Adam, say in the, in the lowest part of the earth thy eyes did see my substance what do you mean by my substance my parts and look at it again keep following yet being unperfect and in thy book all my members were written which in continuance were fashioned when i said there was none of them you can break this down what he was what King David was describing his engineering design. He said there was not, not none of them yet, but you are you have already written down in your book. That is, when we engineers we want to build something, we have to print, make a, a, a drawing of it, a drawing of it, and do the design on paper. That's just what King David was describing here. That when God was creating man, not just David, the first man, that he said. Thy eyes did see my substance. This is every part there. He said, I saw the parts. That's the substance he's talking about. Uh, this is how the fingers will be. This is how the arms will be. This is how the other parts will be. And he said, And in thy book, you see, which means God actually designed this thing in a, in a book, not made of uh, wooden paper like us, like we are doing. All my members were written. You see that? Almost like when you want to design something, you have the components, you call it in engineering. These are the components that are going to put, that are going to fit, fit together. He said, they were written, which in continuance were fashioned. What does that mean in continuance? That is, you keep modifying it. You keep modifying it. You make this component, you make that component, you modify it to fit together. That's why it continuously fashioned. And when he said, when as yet there was none of them, he said, you have not even built it yet, but you are designing some paper and remodeling and reshaping it and recreating it and modifying it. That's what he was describing here. That was how intelligent being created a man. That is written down here in the Bible. To see, be able to see that, yes, God did this. And how precious also are thy thoughts unto me, O God, how great is the sum of them. So David, King David was telling us this mystery, that we were created in the lowest part of the earth. And it was first a design on paper, on his book, in God's book, not paper, like uh, our own paper like this, in the book. And then God modified the version until... When he was doing it, I said there was no, he said there was none of them yet. The components were not physically made yet, but the design was on the book. And the fashion is that he, he satisfied. Then he's going to make it. And that is really what he, that's why he said, now where was he making it? In, he said, Well, you covered me in my mother's womb. You know, in verse 13. He said, I was wonderfully, fearfully, and wonderfully made. See. This is mystery that make us to see that look we didn't come from some uh, big bang in the sky <laughs> don't let anybody deceive you young man or young woman we didn't come from big bang in the sky god created these heavens and the earth 
Forget about the fact that he says six days. That's his prophetic. And we say, where well, can God make this one six days? Some people think this is just fairy tale. But he was telling that was actually prophetic of he gave mankind six days to bring the sons of God. Six days is six thousand years. A day with the Lord is a thousand years. That is for this world, this planet Earth. So when we calculate back right now, we are in the six thousand year. Adam was created and in the Garden of Eden about six thousand years ago. At the four thousand year, the Messiah came. The sun was created on the fourth day. That was symbolized in that Genesis chapter one. The sun was created on the fourth day. The moon and the sun on the, on the fourth day symbolizing the church. Christ is the sun. The church is the moon reflecting the sun. And then the sons of God will be perfected. We say, let's make man in the sixth day. That is what we are right now. The sons of God are the saints of God that are going to become the first fruits, perfected, come to the fullness of the search of Christ, where we'll be able to appear and disappear. These are the sons of God. We are the sons of God that are going to be able to have dominion over the earth. That is the plan of God that just summarized for us in prophetic language in Genesis chapter 1. I'm just making it to see that if people don't understand the scripture, they thought, well, your Bible is saying, God make this one in the six days and so on, but see, these are prophetic. Everything there is prophetic. And that's why it was the same thing in the book of Revelation, how it's going to end. Many of those things are symbolic. Praise the Lord. Now, what I was talking about is when you come from atom to electrons, you are now going from particle to waves. We are electrons, are just packets of waves. That's one of the things the Lord wants to do. I will stop it right there because can we do that in the test tube in the laboratory? No. Unless perhaps God is going to make human beings get there and there. But if we are close to the end, the Lord is coming soon. That is our belief. He's coming soon. And what about these people that are going? I remember reading about Tesla, this man that is this young man from South Africa that is here, Elon Musk, and is passionate of getting a space a space uh, scrap to go all the way to Mars and so how many by this rocket and so and I when I was talking about in the in, in my meditation and <laughs> you don't laugh I said you know how long it take us with the fastest space shuttle we are making how long it take us to get to Mars they can calculate it themselves it's not just something you, you get there in a, in a month or so but see what the Lord is making us to see is this when Adam sinned let's go back to Adam when Adam sinned and lost the best, the best is what God gave to him, covering the covering that was covered by light. So he lost that. And he said, I'm naked. I was naked. That was why I hide myself. What was the mercy of God? The mercy of God, let's look at it. It was God that made the first clothing for him. It's like, well, if you can't get the best, we give you something that you can, you have to now do it yourself. That is what, this is what God has created for us. If you lose it, you have to do it yourself. That is what the first thing first God is to tell them about tech, technology. You have to do it from the from the things on the earth right now because you lost the one that is supernatural. And that was why God created an animal or killed an animal and got the skin of the animal to cover Adam and Eve. That was what the Bible said. Look at this. That was the beginning of what? Of help yourselves. Do it yourself. Don't think every time God will have to come back and kill another animal to get another skin for them. He just told them, you have to make do with things on the earth right now. Make do with the things on the earth. It's the same thing that's still going on. You know, God can heal us supernaturally by faith. If you can get your faith to the level, 
your miracle can happen and you, your sicknesses will disappear without medicine, without doctor, without any, any, any help from any physician. But when human beings cannot get to that level, God helped mankind by giving knowledge of physician. That if you take this leaf, if you take that leaf, you can make some day's medicine. Human, that's human beings are be helping themselves. That's where all the technology is, human beings helping themselves to make this world better, to make this world habitable for those who couldn't get into the, into the technology of God. Like I said, this translation that I'm describing to appear from Shinji, from particle to wave, is all, call it technology, transportation system. It's already ordained, it's already being used by the angels in the universes. And the logical started using it when he resurrected. That's why he could appear in their midst without opening the door. Can pass through the walls without opening the door. Because spirits can pass through the walls. For you to pass through the walls like electromagnetic waves, you can pass through some, some walls also. That's how you can get your, your radio signal in your room. But if you go to between some other walls, the radio signal will fade also. But if you go through some other place, the radio signal will, will, be, will, be, will be clearer. Even though it's passing through some barriers, you see. So there are some barriers, there are some that are not much barriers. The same way, spirits can go through doors and go through windows without really opening it also. Because it's like electromagnetic waves. But then when they come, when they come into the room, they can manifest into the physical. That's translation from particle to wave and wave back to particle. Which is what the Lord is saying, is building up in we saints of the Most High God. But that is the best of God. When we are using the best of God, we'll be able to translate from here to Jupiter, from here to Mars, and any further. But because human beings lost connectivity with God, and it's like the electricity is disconnected from the electricity of the Holy Ghost is disconnected from mankind, God has to help man by making them find it out themselves from everything that's on now. You can figure it out. So human beings have come to the point where he said, knowledge has to the point we now make a big rocket that can take us out of here into space and maybe it will take many days and months to get to the moon or many more days and months and months to get to Mars and so on and so forth. Which God will, if God permits, they will continue to develop, they will continue to develop and go further and further. But we know we are close to the end right now. We know because Jesus Christ said it's coming soon. And we know the six days of man is running out. We are by God, we put an end to all those human technology and is making it's going to bring us into that permanent position where he said we shall be as angels where we are now going to be tapping into the technology of God to appear in translation going back from particle to we are moving back to particle that is the plan of God for mankind brethren that is what God is planning to do for us and if we do it and it's very soon where we will be the Lord will come and then the kingdom of God will start but this is what we are talking about that the Lord has been revealing a little bit of this to us from the scriptures to make us to see that he will bring forth the sons of God at the end and he will bring forth the kingdom of God, the kingdom of God ruled over all. And let me read some scripture again to you from the from the book of uh, the book of Psalms. Because for us to get for you to use that thing to me, for you to get into this, you must first be born again, like Christ said. You want to be part of the kingdom of God that is coming. Your sins must be forgiven because that was where he started. Adam sinned and lost the glory. And Christ has come now to, to wash us, to bring us back to God, 
And in order to do that, he has to deal with our sin first. Here is David in the book of Psalm 32 says, Blessed is he whose transgression is forgiven, whose sin is covered. So our sins were washed here by the blood of Jesus, not just covered, washed by the blood of Jesus Christ. The Bible says in, in one of the Psalms, or in one of the he said that uh, unto him that loved us, that's Christ in the book of Revelation, and has washed us from our sins in his own blood. See, Christ came because that sacrifice has to be made. And he washed us from our sins in his own blood and made us to be kings and priests unto God and his Father. To him be glory forever and ever. You see that in the book of Revelation. So what we are talking about then is this. Your sins have to be dealt with first. You must be washed from your sins. You must be born against what Christ said. Not just take it, wash your sins away and then you continue to do another sin. You must be born again. And when we are born again, the Holy Spirit is deposited in us. And the Holy Spirit in us is the one that's going to walk this walk in us. God in, in us is the Holy Spirit. And He's going to walk this walk in us with our cooperation. That is why you are, the Bible says you have to present your body, this physical body, to God as a living sacrifice. What's a living sacrifice? A sacrifice is like a lamb. When you take the lamb and you kill it, it's already there, so you cannot do anything anymore. You, you can leave the ham, it's not going to wrestle with you. You can lift his head, he's not going to wrestle with you. That's a sacrifice. But now he said, we have to present our body to God like that as a living sacrifice. You are still living. You are not physically dead, but we just let him raise up our hands when he wants to. We let him use our mouth that we don't resist him. We let him use our eyes. We let him use our legs. That's why a living sacrifice. God wants to walk the walk in us. We cooperate with him. We surrender to the will of the Father. Not, not debating, not, or not, not using voice of reasoning, and that's where we're still having struggle. God, God said you that we go ahead and lay your hand upon this person, and you look around and say, everybody's looking at me. You are now using your self-consciousness. We have to crucify that and do what the Spirit says. And that is the challenge that God is bringing we believers through, bringing the believers through until we become perfect. That's why he said, for the perfecting of the saints, we have to be perfected into obedience to the word of God. This is where I'm going to stop right now, but I'm challenging you that's listening to me. If you are not a believer and you want to partake of this kingdom to come, you need to ask Jesus to come and take over your life. Say it after me, say, Lord Jesus, I believe you died for me on the cross. I confess you as my Lord. And I believe you rose again from the dead by the power of the Holy Ghost. Now take over my life. I belong to you. And forgive all my sins. And he will take it over. Just say that sincerely from your heart. And begin to read your Bible, and I pray that God touch those people that are listening. Let them be blessed. Let them receive the salvation, the new birth in the name of Jesus Christ. Then you become a new creature. And from that, therefore, you begin to read your Bible, and you see it's easy to do it. In the New Testament, you'll be able to read because the Holy Ghost will be inside you once you pray that prayer sincerely. Calling on the Lord Jesus Christ, whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. That's how you are saved. Said, if you confess with your if you believe with your heart and confess with your mouth the Lord Jesus and believe with your heart that God has raised him from the dead, thou shalt be saved. That's all. Romans chapter 10, verse 9 and 10. From the heart, man believe it. From the mouth, confession is made unto salvation. You have to confess it. Sometimes publicly to people that, yes, I believe Jesus Christ is the Lord. And I believe he rose from the dead. Once you confess publicly like that, you say you shall be saved. Praise the Lord. I just pray that the Lord will bless your heart and help you to continue. And if you are a believer, Know that all of these things are not just head knowledge. They are to make you wise. To make you know that 
It's a process I want to surrender to the Holy Ghost that is in me. Holy Ghost, work this work in me in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. And if you will do it, submitting to His will is what we are talking about. God bless you. Amen. Thank you.